welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. I am Chris. This week in the Horror House, we are talking about, I would say, nearly a universally acclaimed horror movie, zombie movie, Train to Busan, 2016, I want to say. Yes. I'm right. I'm right. I'm so smart. You get a gold star, Chris. Good uh, job. To go with my enormous collection of gold stars. It's it's massive. Biggest they've ever seen, they say. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm downgrading it to a bronze star oh, since you're fuck. bragging. God damn it. Being a bragger. Uh, <sighs> the makers of Train to Busan, though, do have a lot to brag about. Um, you're right. This is, you know, pretty universally loved. I don't know anyone who's a horror fan that doesn't like this movie. We'll get into it in a little bit. I came across a Reddit thread where some people were, I wouldn't say shitting on it, but they they didn't quite catch the love that uh, a lot of people seem to throw its way. But we'll talk about that and we'll talk about... Korean War veterans. Maybe. <laughs> but we will talk about that. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. Train to Busan and its sequel a little bit. Uh, and also... Uh, Soul Station, which was, is it a prequel? Am I right in saying that that is a prequel? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about those briefly, um, but we are focused tonight on Train to Busan. But first, if you like this movie or you don't like this movie, you're one of the the rare, the rare few. Dave, where can they tell us their opinions? Uh, you can send us a direct message or tag us in a tweet on the Twitter while it still exists at Sweetness one with uh, six E's in sweet. Or you can do the same at Twitter, on Twitter, at Horrorhouse2. Chris, because there's two of us. Usually. You can email us, horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to Horrorhouse page on Facebook. Uh, if you'd like, you could leave us a voicemail. Modern technology. Uh, on anchor.fm forward slash horror house, and we will play your voice on the air. Future. Future. Or, finally. In the year 2000. <laughs> please, or please rate us. Also, please rate us uh, wherever you're listening. Whatever stars you want to give us, we take them all, like I said. I'm a big collector of gold stars. Um, so, pass them on over. Pass them on over. Uh, Finally, I collect Canadian quarters. I have like six of them. <laughs> and finally, uh, share us around. Load us up on your phone. Throw it at a, a nearby person that you think may be interested in horror. And it's pretty uh, damage resilient. We don't want to hurt anybody, but we just want to get their attention. Uh, Maybe uh, that handsome stranger on the train that's uh, walking a little funny. Yeah. Towards you, menacingly. Maybe he's not had his horror fix for the day and like needs a, a good, uh, you know, needs some horror. Or maybe maybe some uh, two goofy guys talking about horror. That also yeah. works. It maybe works. you're just here for the comedy. Maybe you're like, I hate horror movies, but that's, that's some comedy gold they're spitting right there. That's why I uh, it If you have a friend that's addicted to the pot needle, you know, maybe you get them addicted to the Horror House podcast instead. Nope to dope. Get the I've to never dope. used a pot needle, 
And I won't. I don't even know how to spell needle, Dave, if we're being honest. I think it's got a couple of I's in there somewhere, but I don't know. That's one of those sneaky things. The sneaky letters. It's bullshit. It's a man trying to keep us down with spelling. It's a lie. Needles are lies. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, what do you say we get into it and hit an ad? We'll come back and we'll be talking about some zombies. And we're back. Uh, Train to Busan. Uh, So, reached out on the Twitter to a fellow horror fam, Jeff Whitmer over at Two Sleeps Music. Uh, If Check I know, out. Chris, we've talked about his uh, horror parody music, which yes. is great stuff. Uh, fun, horror-themed parody music. Uh, my current favorite is his song, Cenobite, that is uh, a parody of Three Doors Down, Kryptonite. It's pretty <laughs> great. Pretty great. But I reached out to him because he's a, a big fan of the Train to Busan. He he lets everybody know that that's like his number one horror movie. Right. And uh, I asked him, you know, what uh, what he liked about Train to Busan. And um, he, he called it the perfect blend of a horror movie executing everything right. Um, it does a fantastic job of setting up multiple characters. And the payoff just lands. Those who have watched it know this movie can be a little bit emotional in places. And, uh, you know, he says when the emotional punches for each character start hitting, they just hit fast and hard. And um, he's not wrong. Um, Yeah. It's, it could be, you know, rip your heart out type. Yeah. Of a movie here. So uh if you if you are a horror fan and there's something you're passionate about, you also can reach out to us. Um you know, rewind the rewind back to the start and hit the socials or listen to the end and get the socials, hit us up. If you like horror parody music, uh get on uh Twitter, get on the YouTube and look for uh, Jeff Whitmer at Two Sleeps Music and um, check it out. I think you'd like it. Yes. But if you could hit us up and share what you're passionate about, we, we're happy to, to um, you know, shout you out on the podcast and, and talk about things that you want to hear us talk about. Yeah. But right now, we're going to talk about something. I forget who picked this episode, me or you, but I think we both enjoy this movie. And so, uh, I have to say the last, uh, I think every season, except the first one, we started the first season with night of the living dead. But after that, the end of, uh, the seasons were the rest of the Romero movies to today. But, uh, we, I, I I don't want to get into land and stuff like that yet. I'm waiting on that Romero stuff, the later career of Romero. But this felt like a good next one. And so... I, I think zombie movies took... Uh, they, they do go stale after a while. You, you always have ebbs and flows in, in the yeah. uh, horror films, like what's popular. You know, um, vampires will make a, a surgeons, and, and then werewolves, and demons in possession, and zombies. And you 
always have a little mix of everything. Monsters and kaiju. Kaiju have had a resurgence. The internet um, really squeezes it, though. Like, makes it so these other, like, lesser budgeted movies actually have a chance. Because, like, you know, pre-internet or early internet, uh, like, those things, like, we would see the mainstream stuff and maybe a little bit of the direct-to-video, like, Full Moon and stuff. But, like... You know, something with a lower budget. Like, I want to see a new zombie movie. There is none. But now, mm-hmm. I mean, you can get on the internet and just find shit. And it's great. Yeah, and that's, it's all out there. I mean, Foreign it, movies. Yeah. <laughs> who who would have thought that a, a foreign movie would make such a big impact in the American scene? I thought you said porn movies. I thought you said no, horn. I was like, yeah, even, the, even, even those. Easy horn dog. I was like, I Come don't, on. I don't know of a of a zombie porn movie, but I'm sure there's one out there. Oh, you, yeah. What is that rule thirty two? If it exists, yeah. there's porn of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, the, no, a foreign, foreign film, movies. My bad. Yes, streaming <laughs> services and the internet have yeah. given us greater access to foreign films. And that's how um, I uh, just kind of just randomly discovered Train to Busan. How, is that, how did you find it? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember, but I remember a little hearing about it online before I actually got to see it. Is this one of those movies uh, that I actually watched before you and then like hounded you for a couple years? Because I'm thinking maybe... It might, might, maybe, like, maybe. Dave, did you watch Train to Busan yet? Yeah, maybe. I've, uh, what's the, uh, um, host? Is that the first, the Korean movie with the mon, with the, the host? Like, parasite that grows giant. That was one of the first, like, Korean horror movies I got into. I, mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I didn't care for the grudge. I mean, I, the, some of the Japanese horror in the 90s didn't really do it for me. Right. I'm not saying it's terrible. Just not your um, cup of tea. Ring. Ring is great. I, I really like Ring. But most of them didn't do it for me. But the Korean stuff is really speaks to me. And this kind of fits in that unique place of a movie that's not made for the American audience. That the American audience ate up, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I When I watch this... Uh, however, a few years ago, uh, I watched it and I was like, oh my God. And I immediately went to my wife and I was like, you have to watch this zombie movie. Like, you know how the Romero stuff, I love it and I've made you watch it. So you have to love it as, uh, you know, because we're married. That's the rules. You have to watch this mm-hmm. movie. I know it's subtitled and you're not into that. I understand. But trust me, just trust me. And this is one of the movies that. She trusted me on and also loved it. I mean, when 28 Days Later came out, I uh-huh. feel like that was the movie, in at least in my head, that sticks out as the movie that made zombies fast. That made zombies run. So you had the, the, the slow, plotting Ramiro zombies, uh, except for, you know... Mr. Parkour at the start of Dying of the Living Dead, they're, they're generally slower, plotting, shambling, if you will. 
Zombies. Right. 28 Days Later introduced this fast zombie. And well, they were fast in uh, Return. But the, some, for some yeah, reason, true, that movie gets true. a pass. And I gave it a pass for years, but I, I, th- I agree with you. Like, 28 Days Later, and then Dawn remake, uh, Zack mm-hmm. Snyder Dawn. Like, I, there was a... Maybe it may have just been the circles I was in. I don't know if it was a big majority of the internet, but like the places I visited on the internet at those times was like fast zombies. This is bullshit. And I kind of echoed the echoed the, echoed those sentiments for a while myself. Uh, I'm I'm happy to say I didn't fall into that just because you know it does add an element of fear yeah. when they can move. Yeah. Um. But it, but it was a whole. It was like a a shock to the system to see them move. And then everything like th- the other night we uh, watched this one of our comfort movies, uh, World War Z. Uh, you know, to since then maybe there were one or two, but since the 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 predominantly zombies have been fast. Yeah, and I feel like Train to Busan. Did something totally different with zombies. Yes, they fast and they can move, but they have such a unique way of moving that's just it. It yeah. kicks it up another notch to me. Kind uh, kind of. I don't know how you just would describe it. it very herky jerky in certain situations, like the way they would like move their necks and their shoulders and like these unnatural ways. Would they do, would do like the backwards like bridge crab walk yeah i'm i'm out i'm out if i just saw like a a regular person doing that walk i'll be like no you're freaking me out um but now he's got nasty teeth and he's trying to eat me no and also another thing about this that i i it's been a minute since i've seen 28 days later i can't lie but i feel like they turned pretty quick in 28 days later if they got infected but I, I believe so. Yeah, I think so. And uh, same same situation here in in this. Uh, I mean, and there are some transformations that, that take a take a little bit longer, like the Muscle Man, like when he's holding back that horde. I mean, my God, can we, I, I feel like I have to just stop and talk about him for a minute because what a badass! The I mean the expecting father, like uh, who went on to be in the Immortals. Uh, the Eternals. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of the Kmart, uh, the the Marble the, Marble the, Universe. Yeah. <laughs> right, the Daka, the Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh in the Eternals. That's his name. Um, yeah, and I honestly, I mean, that should tell you how I felt about the Immortals, the Eternals. <laughs> uh, the, I, but I mean, yeah. to see him again was like I was like ah. Oh, my boy's back. My boy's back. Yeah, he was. He was probably the, him and uh, Kumail Nan, Nanjani were the highlight of the uh, Immortals movies. It's the Immortals now. Don't don't apologize, Chris. <laughs> I, that's what it is I, from now on. It's too late to apologize. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's what it is from now on. Um, but God, he. And I think he's a great example of like you get these characters and it goes back. I mean, it, I almost feel like this is an extension 
in a way to the Romero movies in in certain regards because uh, you have like you know the set piece like the mall and Dawn or you know this mm-hmm. military base or the farmhouse a train what a fucking great idea and then we base you know a zombie situation around that and then but you have to have characters that you care about in these situations otherwise mm-hmm. where's the tension at and the tension in this movie I think is fabulous it is, is great I mean they once the zombie threat is upon you, I I don't think you ever really feel safe. Yeah. Um, when they get to that train station and they get out of the train, you're like, this is a bad idea. This And that yeah. whole, like, before they find out that that place is bad, you, I mean, as a viewer, you're like, nope, nope, this is, you need to get back on the train, folks. And that whole, oh, you're such idiots. Oh, and then the soldier zombies. I I was like, oh my god, to have fast zombies that have had some kind of physical training <laughs> in their previous yeah. existence. That, that I wonder what that would do. That just seems like a bad idea when you get fast zombies, and they're already like pretty fit and ready buff. to fast go, and buff go to war. I I'm like, ah, count me out. But so many, so many moments of tension. What if, Chris, Chris, you've given me a great idea. Let's make a zombie movie. Okay. And all the zombies are played by uh, United States multi, I don't know how many gold medals in the Olympics he won, uh, Olympian swimmer Michael Phelps. And he just wears a tiny Speedo as he plays every zombie in the movie. So it's just, Buff dudes and speedos that are zombies trying to eat you. I don't know That's if we could fucking horrify. I don't know if we could afford his daily catering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is insane. Remember during the Olympics when it was like, here's what he eats for breakfast: yeah. thirteen pancakes and two dozen eggs. Jesus, Jesus. And then he did a pot needle, and, and he did a pot needle. Uh, yeah, yep. And then one whole pound of pot needle a day, <laughs> and it ruined him. Uh, so um, that's that's what happens, kids. He could have been present. Could have been. And now he's too late. Now he's just a pot needler. Too late. Probably to living in a ditch somewhere. Um. So let's talk some more about the characters, because um, I, I feel I, it's such. An important part of this movie, along with the mm. tension building, but like you get the you know the the cute daughter and that you w- want to be safe and you're mm. you're kind of you're fretting for, and then the father that's kind of a coward and kind of you're you're like man up, fucking man up, and then you get muscle dad and his wife and these people that you don't want to get hurt <laughs> that you care about. Did you did you think Sue Ann? Acted good, the the little girl. Um, for the most part, I I, yeah. I think the language barrier had a little bit to because it's it, it maybe a little bit hard to tell. Like there may be Koreans that are like no nope, too much new ones that you miss. <laughs> yeah, but I, I yeah I mean especially her emotional scenes I thought were great. What about you? And did I I thought it was okay. I, I you know especially 
she grew on me when they're at the house and she's just so like I'm like what is wrong with this little girl? She's just so kind of blank. Right. But right. also she grew on me and I think it's because she was, you know, had the world's worst dad. Um you know, short of being physically abusive or something, you mm-hmm. know, he's just a kind of an absentee father. Right. So the it begs the question one how much of the apocalypse is his fault? That's a whole different story. But two, did he have to pay off the judge to get custody, or do things just work different in Korea? They may just work different. <laughs> I don't know. So, but his his mom clearly was not happy with him being divorced from his wife. She's like, no, right, this is wrong. So, uh, and. Uh, Oh, another great, I think a, a great moment for his character was when he called and talked to his mom again. And when she, yeah. I, I was like, oh man, I would, and like, there ain't, there's nothing you can do. It's so, oh, this fucking movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, And another character, I, I don't, I, I'm not even attempting you guys, I'm not even attempting names. Suan is about as far as I can go with my dumb mouth. I mean, I, I'm stammering all the time anyways. I said the immortals. <laughs> no, and that's what it is from now on. Yeah. Rabble, please um, go to your Twitters and, and hashtag immortals from now on. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's so bad that it killed the DCU. So the another thing, another character rather that I feel like is, is a great foil to all the good guys and reminds me muchly of Cooper from Night of the Living Dead is, uh, you know, the, the older man that's like, I don't even remember what his was. Yansuk? What was he? He had. Yeah, what was he? What was he doing? Was he like a just a businessman? I forget. I I think he was just generic businessman going to business somewhere. But he had a contact. Like so, the when they stopped at the train at the first station, everybody's getting off. Uh-huh. Like he had a contact there that was like, oh yeah, no, they he did he find out by accident that the that the quarantine failed. I do. Or the or the maybe the his friend just told him there was a quarantine. He was like, "No, we can't go there if there's a quarantine." Something, yeah. But I mean, he was actually the wise one in that case. The you know when the the good guys are trying to work their way to that safe train car, and he's like, "We can't let them in here. We don't know if anybody's been bit." I mean, that makes sense, but that also mm-hmm. puts you in dickhead category, and you know. Like, it's hard to, <laughs> I mean, we know as the viewers, we're like, they're not fucking bit. Quit being a douchebag and let these people, you know, he's the reason muscle dad died. And mm-hmm. ugh, that's unfor- unforgivable. And I mean, he, he's really the, I mean, he's the reason the, the Suwan's dad also doesn't make it, which is, mm-hmm. ugh. let's just get. And, uh, and baseball player and his girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, he's directly responsible for uh, the Jin Hee. Yeah. Anso Hee or something like that. Uh, show. Yeah. Um, 
you know, he throws her to the zombies. So uh, he is, he is so in that like Captain Rhodes, Cooper, like kind of role. But uh, yeah. but completely. I mean, that's just as a Romero fan looking at it. Um, but he's certainly you're, you're not wrong. But you're not wrong, and especially like you said, you don't know. Keeping people out is probably the best thing. Yeah, you know, uh, if Ripley hadn't insisted on bringing, you know, everybody back onto the ship, then the Nostromo would have been just fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. There's a price to pay for being a nice guy. There's there's a a, a a wise saying: no good deed ever goes unpunished. Right. So, in that situation, uh, what did you continue? Continue. Oh, go ahead. Continue. No, I, I was going to flip the onto the next character and the baseball team, the baseball player. That uh-huh. there must be something culturally I missed there. Um, because, you know, you know, this girl follows the baseball team and he's like embarrassed that he's got a crush on this girl, but they're not like school kid baseball players that, oh, a girl's got cooties. <laughs> you know, so I, I, it's kind of weird. I'm, are I'm, they trying to portray younger kids? Is that like, you know, how, how we have like 30 year olds being like 15 year olds and stuff? I wonder if that was maybe. Maybe. I have no idea. But the. We. Yeah. I, I, Jackie, one time we had gone out to eat at um, Shallots in um, um, Greenwood on, or on the south side of Indy. And um, while we waited for our food, we played the game. And the game was Jackie would Google members of Korean boy bands and we had to guess their age. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, this was the most hardest game I've ever played in my life. Because they all look 14 and 28 at the same time. Right. So. Well, that's the the whole uh, Asian grandma thing. It's like she is hot Asian mom until she hits about 90. And then it all, all the aging happens at once. <laughs> yeah, she just, she goes to sleep and she's hot and yeah. she wakes up and she's wise. Yes. <laughs> So, and I don't know that it's wrong. I don't know that it's wrong. Um, (laughs) let's, uh, let's talk about, they do some, uh, different rules in this. They bring some new ideas to the zombie space, the zombies genre. Um, in that, I mean, in a, in a way. So like mm-hmm. like we said, they they infect way faster, and it's almost like I mean I feel like they kind of play they kind of irk around it a little bit, and that the zombies can't see in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, which is kind of interesting, you know. It gives it gives you something when you're. You know, to as a plot device, when you're trapped onto that train, you have yeah. to have something, and um, you know they're fast, so they have all these pluses. They, you have to put a minus there. You know, it's, Some, yeah, it's no fun right, right. playing a character that's 
you know, OP to the max that you that you've been maxed everything. You gotta have a weakness to round out your character, and make it a little more fun. And the, and the zombies they've chose um, night blindness, right? So uh, I thought it was neat. I thought it was neat. I thought it was neat how they did um, it. And they're all gave least, the uh, almost. They're almost uh, like like uh, the, your comfort movie World War Z ish in their horde. Mm-hmm movements like especially um when they get on that last like uh engine car like at the end when they're making their big break for it um and they're hanging on and they just keep piling up i'm like that's well they 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 do that kind of earlier in the movie too there were two Uh, yeah yeah effects that i thought were really super cool one was the deer at the start yeah the deer gets back up it just it sends shivers down my spine and lets me know I'm in for a wild ride. And then when they first are uh, like going crazy in the train car and, and making their move, and they kind of collapse and roll all over, over each other, mm-hmm. it, it was just super, I, I thought super cool. I mean, it, it I was waiting for more of that element, and then you get it with the train car, but that's not the same way. Um, it, this movie, like, and the, another one that I thought was pretty good was when they shatter that window at that, uh, station, they stop at in the middle and then they like pile up against the window and then start like falling out of it. I was like, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. yeah. And to go along with that, the practical effects are really good in this. It's not <laughs> super duper gory as you would expect a zombie movie to be. There's, there's moments here and there, but it's not like entrails everywhere it's not there's not like a big feasty romero end scene which is a shame it's yeah (laughs) but i mean also you know we've we've given a lot of praise and you can't just not show anything and and get points but when you don't show much the right way and then you have the theater of the mind going on you know and i i think this does a good job of that you I think you see more gore than there actually is. And they're like, you know, when they're like batting, you know, arms and hands to try to close, you know, the sliding doors in the train cars. I believe that like, I have a hard time trying to figure out how they're doing that without hurting somebody's hands. <laughs> I'm watching and I'm like, they're just really like trying to kill these people's hands. There's no other way. Or, you know, things like that. Like when they're hitting people with stuff, they did it so well that I am just completely there for it. Um, I can't, I really can't think of anything where I was like, that's a rubber bat or you know, something like that, you know? Yeah. Everything feels very solid, very real, very visceral. Yeah. So even, even uh, muscle dad fighting the, you know, when he gets in his big heroic moments, like him throwing the one up into the ceiling was maybe a bit much. Uh, but like, I, I believe like he was like kicking ass for the Lord. And he, he's a big dude. I mean, you have to be a big dude to be an immortal, but he yeah. is a big dude. <laughs> so, um, I liked him. I, I would say he's my favorite character and, and probably, you know, that's like, uh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell me, you know, Michael Keaton was your favorite character in the 
19 whatever Batman. Uh, Real original. But yeah. That's original. Right. Right. Let me guess. Spider Man's your favorite character in the Spider Man movie. I, um, I think for my favorite, I would probably go with uh, Suan's dad because I liked the growth he got in this. Because mm-hmm. I don't know that he was even a bad guy at the beginning. He was just. He didn't have his priorities right. And he was, yeah. as this went on, you saw him become better. And by the end yeah. of it, I was like, oh my God, Jesus. You, you, <laughs> yeah. You'd like to see, you'd like to see growth from a character. You know, it, it's not just a given. They're not just like born innately good. And he learns from his daughter. Like, and it, it looks like she, other people around learn too. Yeah. But there are so many good people. The sisters, I I like the sisters. I thought they were mm-hmm. good characters. Um, you know, and even at the end when she like goes and lets her sister out and and dooms everybody again, um uh, I I kind of felt bad for her and kind of felt believable. Like she yeah. her world is shattered Abs- when her sister's gone. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And like you see the, you know, the sister that has been infected and she's not there, but like you still can relate to that. And you're like, what, what would I do? Which is, I mean, when you have those situations in a horror movie that you can relate to, it just, I mean, it puts you in it even more and you were already pretty in it if you were relating or to any characters before this and it just another another facet of this movie that that hits it out of the hits it out of the park Stella is adamant she's told the kids like she's told the kids if this, there's a zombie apocalypse I'm killing you <laughs> like not waiting for you to turn and kill you she's going to kill the kids and probably me and herself but well, she might come over there and kill you guys to spare us all from the zombie uh, apocalypse. Interesting. So I appreciate uh, just the warning. be warned if you, <laughs> yeah, if you if you hear that there's a zombie apocalypse, and then your sister comes over, it's just like, oh no, oh, she just came to check on you. Yeah, don't answer the door. When that dude did the bath salts and ate the guy's face <laughs> several years ago, I think she texted me on, or messaged me on Facebook or something and was like, "The zombies are happening." I didn't know that that was like. Lock your doors and watch out for me. <laughs> right? No, she she was warning you. She's on her way over to kill oh, you. Luckily, shit. you know. Good to know. Good to know. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, let's protect yourself. Uh, let's get let's get to the emotional climax of this movie, and then we'll get on to a, a little bit about Peninsula and uh, Soul Station. Um, before we wrap up, um, but I mean, you go on YouTube and I'm, I'm a big reaction guy. I'm, I'm part of maybe the problem of react videos because I like them <laughs> whenever I see, you know, uh, like there's a couple guys that I like to watch, you know, uh, listen to like metal music and they're like, you know, hip hop guys. Oh, I, I've seen them. And yeah. I'm like, oh, they're going to like this. And when they don't, I'm like a little bit offended, but I'm like, I understand. <laughs> but when they do like it, I'm like, fuck yes, right? Right? Yeah, they're going to 
these hip hop guys are really going to love Dream Theater. That that's one of the things where they're like, I don't. This is a little bit out there. This ain't that, uh, and I'm like, I, I, I'm offended, but I understand. <laughs> um, but I mean, also with movies, I love to watch people's reaction. Like if I'm sitting there watching a movie with my wife, if there's like a funny or a TV and there's a funny part or, or you know something, I will look over to see her reaction. Um, a lot, a lot of times. So those reaction videos were were made for me. I'm sorry if you hate them, <laughs> but point being, point being, there is so many reaction videos out there of the infection and the death of Suan's father, mm-hmm. and I I sat there and put myself through. A compilation of them, like a twenty-minute compilation. I watched the whole goddamn thing, and I was—I had like tears rolling down my eyes, like un, un unwilling tears. I'm like, I, like the Indian in the you know the trash, like oh they they mm-hmm. threw the litter out. I was like that, like this, this couple tears going down. And I'm like, <laughs> why am I watching this? And I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah, and uh, this movie hits. Uh. A lot of people, big time with that, uh, with that moment, and I, I think we, I think we have to talk about that moment. Uh, I feel like that's not the only one. Like, no, no. You know there are uh, Gilgamesh, uh, the yeah. the sisters, the uh, I feel like Jinhe, the baseball player. Uh, you know the muscle dad, the homeless guy. You know when he's talking to his wife, he's like you know telling her to leave, and here's the baby's name. It's like uh, you know tearing at your heart, but then he like yeah. goes out in like a blaze of glory. So that eases it a little bit, but you're like I don't want this. But he's kicking ass. He's kicking. He's getting his last ass kickings in, which is eased to that for me, I think, and made it more acceptable. They, when you when you get to uh, the final car, uh, the final boss fight yeah. with us, uh, Siak Wu, and uh, was it Yansuk Siang Kiong? The 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 oh Yansuk is the business guy, yeah. yeah, and the pregnant lady and the, the you know you you felt like Siak Wu. You know, you Suan's dad. You felt like he should be okay. He should be safe. You know? Like he's took his daughter through all this and grown as a character. He yes, he's learned so much, yes. only to still die. Uh, it's it is an emotional gut punch. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, Suan crying and screaming bloody murder. As he's trying to leave her with uh, the the you know muscle man's pregnant wife, that that takes some yeah. that takes some heat out of this conversation when I'm like muscle man's pregnant wife, <laughs> Sung Jian Uh-oh. is that how is that the yeah. right pronunciation? I'm that, trying that, my best, folks. That sounds great. That, that sounds great. Um, he's leaving her, his daughter, with her, and God, she is crying. After- after all those people died when they got to Busan, did, I thought they were going to shoot the pregnant chick too. You know, she had a little bit of a limp, and the snipers were there. I thought, oh, right. fuck, they've killed everybody out. 
They've killed everybody else. Might as well shoot her too. Uh, the you, you're going defeatist about it. I think I was probably there the first time I watched it too. I was like, God damn it! I'm like, can you not? <laughs> can you fucking give me something? Uh, and thank fucking God they did. Uh, I uh, I assume that plays into the sequel, but I'm not. I'm nope. not uh, really okay. Nope. Um, but. God, the watching those reactions to, you know, her dad and he has, you know, he has the flashbacks of holding his daughter and I'm like, this is killing me. This is killing me. I'm pretty sure my wife cried during this too, (laughs) but I'm, as I get older, I'm a big crier at movies. I'm a big crier. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. Um, but like we just watched clerks three, uh, a little while ago and oh my God, I ugly pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's something in the COVID vaccine because I'm with you. It may be. Uh, It may be. I like cried like, you know, when you cry so hard that it's hard to kind of breathe a little bit. (laughs) That's what Clerks 3 did to me. Like I felt it in my chest. I'm like, uh, uh, uh." if I was to watch Train to Busan fresh for the first time now, fuck, I'm, I don't know that I'd make it through it (laughs) after, after that Uh. death. I I cried during Everything Everywhere All at Once earlier this year. Black Panther. Uh, I cried during Black Adam. Really? I was like, oh my god, I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> god! Yeah. I got him. I got him. Chris. Got him. I got. I got the rock. Oh, I got rock the, the Dwayne Johnson. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, actually, he's the. He's the one redeeming thing. Him and uh, uh, Big Lots, uh, James Bond as Dr. Fate. That's the only redeeming <laughs> qualities in that movie. Oh, man. That was, that was good. Well, that's, a whole no, that's a whole other subject. That that's a whole other subject. That... I well, let's. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about Busan before uh, we get some uh, insight from you on the on the sequels and prequels? I, I can't say too much till we till now when we talk start talking about Peninsula because the things I want to say tie to that. Okay. So you've never watched? Peninsula, I have yet to watch Peninsula. It's just been kind of weird, and it uh, to it still feels kind of like it's not even released to me in some weird way. I I mean, it came out during COVID, I believe. And yeah, it's yeah. it just weird shit. And I just still have not got to it for some stupid reason. It is on shutter. Uh, if, if you're so inclined, it's, it's good. It's a good, um, fun zombie movie. I think when, um, Marble made the Immortals movie. <laughs> they really wanted to uh, have references and things that they can invite the Chinese audience in. They that you know they wanted more reach. They wanted to reach a broader audience, okay, than just American, right? And and that's not you know a bad thing. I, I'm absolutely not saying that's a bad thing. When I feel like when they made Peninsula. They said, well, let's incorporate some things and, and do the story so it is a little bit more Americanized. Oh, I see. And that's the, that is the biggest reason why it's worse I see. than Train to Basan. 
It's not bad. It's slick. The action is cool. Mm-hmm. It is fucking fast and the furious with zombies in in large sections. I know the trailers. I watched several trailers and was so excited for it. I was like, this looks like the perfect zombie movie that I've ever wanted yep. to watch. And then it's it's Army of the Dead before Army of the Dead. Is it a better it's Army of the Dead? Years, it's four years after. There's no robot zombies. There's that. <laughs> aliens. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know what that is, but there's none of that. It's four years after Train to Busan. Zack Snyder doesn't know what that is. <laughs> he just pull his shit out of his ass. Him and James Gunn were probably on the pot needle one night when they came up with that. Um, four years after Train to Busan, all the all new characters. There is a food truck left on the Korean Peninsula after everybody has been evacuated. Full of cash, like you know, five million dollars. God, and uh, yeah, so they're yeah. Who knew food trucks <laughs> were so lucrative? Um, but they, uh, they recruit, and I think they're on the Chinese mainland, and they recruit a couple Korean Peninsula survivors to go back to the zombie-infested peninsula. To retrieve the money. Okay. If that sounds familiar to anyone who's seen Army of the Dead. Right. Um, And then things do not always go as planned. But I'm not saying there's no, like, emotional things. But most of it is at the start. And then you have some, you have some character deaths. You have some character deaths, but they just don't have the weight. Right. That this has, um, you know, but it but it is slick and it does it doesn't have the way it's got this has the feel good 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 vibe ending, um, you know, and I watched it this week and I watched it right after watching Trade Dubasan. So even at the end, knowing that the good vibe ending is coming, I'm like. Oh, oh, this is going to happen. Oh, this is going to happen. I knew it wasn't going to happen because I knew it's the good vibe ending. But if it had been true to Train to Busan, some more things would have come. And you could you could have people live. You could have some good stories with still some sadness. Right. You know? Um, but you, you don't get that with Peninsula. But as far as the like the direction and the action... And the stuff that goes on, it is top notch. There is a scene where survivors are taking prisoners of other survivors and having basically like a, a Mad Max Thunderdome type of fight with prisoners and a, a a ball of zombies. Like they're, I don't know if they're stitched together or something, or they're just. Like in a giant ball and come out like a giant crab. Like the critters ball? Pile of zombies. Like the who the ball? The critters ball from Critters 2. <laughs> similar. Similar. Okay, I like that. Except with zombies. I like that. Except with zombies. Okay. They don't roll. Ah. They more like skitter like a crab. Okay. Interesting. Um, it, it's, it's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty good. All right. All right. Um, so no. they do keep the uh, zombies still have their night blindness. 
Um, so they st- they're also vulnerable to being run over by tanks. Fair. So. Fair. Now, have you watched Soul Station? Or seal, I, seal. I did. I, I don't. I'm, the pronunciation to that is still a mystery to me. Um, but I'm. Um, it it never occurred to me how crazy the title is because Soul Station sounds like it was on in the seventies <laughs> and featured like R and B dance groups. Um, but Seoul Station. The cartoon, the prequel to Train to Busan, I did start it. I did start it, um, but I never got very far in it, and I, I couldn't tell we you why. I'm not and, saying it was bad. Revisit that. Um, uh, speaking of which, uh, Paul Stanley, the the singer, rhythm guitar player of Kiss, uh, is doing like a R and B throwback kind of band. Has been for several mm-hmm. years now. Called Soul Station. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not very good. He's lost his voice t- almost twenty years ago. Um, so, anyways, I just was like, "Why do I know Soul Station?" And that's why. <laughs> okay. Uh, ah, much different Soul Station. Sorry. The the, the old uh, Chris go to joke. Paul Stanley is a big <laughs> fan of Korean zombie movies. Oh wait. Uh. uh um. Well, let, uh, I think it. I think it's time. Unless you have any objections, anything else you want to add. Uh, let's get to our overalls uh, and rate this bitch. Uh, I have my rating down, and I have my guess for you. One moment. Okay, yeah, I've got my guess for you. Okay. Uh, why don't you go first? Okay, this this is... Uh, uh, just a really good zombie movie at a time when zombie movies felt like they were recycling a lot of the same stuff that, you know, you, you had uh, the fresh movement. uh, The effects are solid. The characters are good and it hurts when you lose them and you lose almost every single one. Um, there's uh, there's a lot of go if this is an action zombie movie like you have some zombie movies are horror zombie movies and some horror mo- zombie movies are action zombie movies uh, this is an action zombie movie it it's fast paced it moves and um and the zombies are legit scary i mean i just i i can't praise this movie enough um so I I'm giving it an eight point five and I feel like I'm betraying it some way by giving it that. Right. Like that it's <laughs> that that's not enough. So I anticipated an eight from you for some reason. Okay. I didn't okay. I didn't feel like you were but I I feel like we're in similar situations. Uh so for mine uh, I've, I've been uh, mostly undecided until we got to, to now. And I'm like, I have to make a decision. So here it is. I, let me explain myself first. I used to feel pretty alone in like a zombie fandom, uh, you know, like talking about the pre-internet and, you know, stuff like that. Okay. And, it, it, you know, kind of feel like a crazy person every now and then. Um, but 
for a long time, zombies were not it, you know? I mean, all oh, yeah. we had yeah. was the Romero stuff, Return of the Living Dead. Maybe, you know, sprinkle a few other odds and ends in there. Uh, and not to mention, like, those being good. <laughs> so to have a good right, zombie movie, right. you know, really all we had were the classics. And then The Walking Dead exploded. And it 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 was maybe, you know, I mean, even before that, you know, I mean, Dawn of the Dead, Zack Snyder, and 04 really launched zombies up. But then The Walking Dead took it to a whole different level. Um, and I can bitch about that show a lot, but I I, I can't, you know, uh, it, it brought zombies up to a degree where you have a hard time not fighting a zombie movie anymore, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, for a while, zombies were probably the number one, yeah. like favorite thing of everybody. Yeah, and it, I can't hate it for that. It, it feels like zombies are finally where they should have been for the last sixty years. Um, <laughs> but that said, there hasn't been a zombie movie that I've loved. But uh, since Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, maybe. Uh, but Train to Basan blew my socks off and reminded me of why I loved zombies to begin with in the in the genre, um, the mythology that they you know bring in new stuff and they great characters and the acting and the situations and the set pieces. And it's arguably maybe too melodramatic for for people, and I get it. But as an old softy at this point, uh, it did it for me. Nine out of ten. Nine. Okay. Okay. Great. I was one of the rare instances you're a little bit higher. Yeah. I I started at an eight point five, and I was like, and then by by the end of the episode, I was like, I can't, I can't. It's got to be a nine. I just don't have even nitpicky Chris. Like there's, there's, I don't have that many problems with this movie. <laughs> it just, no, it's, I mean, this is a solid, solid movie. I think, you know, here you have it, you know, an 8.5 and a nine. That's gotta be up there with the highest, you know, congregate score of anything we've ever done. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is it's a good movie. There you have it, people. I mean, we may but, even know, be if, ranking if, this higher than some of the Romero movies. Honestly, if we were to go back to look at our at our scores, it, it, it probably wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if it's at least comparable. Yeah, if it's not above some, um, probably not higher than Chud Two. Just saying. <laughs> um, of course not. You know, it doesn't have a song like Bud the Chud. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> But there it is. Let uh, us know your opinions. Dave, where can they let us know their opinions at? Uh, you can send us a direct message, or you can just uh, tag us in a tweet on Tweetsters at Sweetness1 with six E's, or at HorrorHouse2, which you can remember because there are two of us. You can email us HorrorHousePodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to the HorrorHouse page on Facebook. Uh, you could use that brand shiny spanking new technology called a voicemail. Ooh. 
And you can do that on the interweb by going to anchor.fm forward slash horror house and leave us a message, uh, whatever you want to say. Sing us a song. Heck yeah. Uh, do a little dance, heavy breathe into the phone, uh, whatever you want to do. And we'll, we'll play it on air. And finally, uh, rate us wherever you're listening. We super duper appreciate it. And share us around the, the both those things help spread the horror house word, help spread horror around um and it keeps keeps the keeps the lights on in the horror house if you will um oh good lord i hope i'm not trying to pay my light bill with what we make on this podcast <laughs> i bought a light oh just a bulb i mean for, but that counts a day, a day or two um but we are winding down for this season of horror house we have only one episode left. Uh, next week, come back, and we're going to be doing a, another special episode before we end things this season. A, a very special episode. Um, and then after that, as we started with tradition last year, Dave, uh, maybe you should tell them what we're going to do again this year. After our next regular episode, we come back. With that special episode you've been wanting. The lights and the sounds and the pageantry of Hollywood. Uh, award show season, people. Yes. And you know what that means. It's time for the Chuddies part deuce. And there will be deucing all over the place. There will be, <laughs> there will be deucing all over the place. If you've never deuced... You will we you will see us deuce like you've never seen a person deuce before. And another kiss reference. They had a song called Deuce. Um <clears throat> But yeah, two really two episodes left. But I mean we gotta we gotta lift up the award show, man. It's it's a special episode. And but also next week is special. We're ending the season with two special episodes. That's how that's how they're all special. That's how they're cool all special are. to me. Like my special children. <laughs> happy, <So>. happy clowns. <laughs> happy, nature's clowns. Uh, uh, we will be back they're, they're. next week. So until then, uh, be safe on those trains, folks, because you never know. Or subways. Uh, 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 high occupancy vehicle lane to Busan. <laughs> Carpal that... lane to Busan. Just didn't have the... Yeah. <laughs> didn't have quite the punch. Uh, but, you know, make it work. Oh, man. So, till next time. <laughs>